welkom op het hoofdpodium van Drag Race Holland. Ze loopt over van schoonheid, fashion, ambitie, talent en smaak. En is absoluut niet op haar mondje gevallen. Mijn lieve vriendin, Nicky Plesser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Met mijn grote garderobe ben ik natuurlijk zelf een drag queen. Eigenlijk. Oftewel, bla bla bla. Chocoladevla. Well, hello Mary's. Uh, if in case you're wondering what this clip of the week was, it is from the first episode of Drag Race Holland. This was the banter between Fred and Nikki Plesson, who just kind of sums up, I think, what uh, this episode was. It was a, an interesting start, but sometimes it didn't make a lot of sense. Blah, 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 chocolate cake. Mm. But it ended with chocolate cake. and Exactly. You know, and I think much like this first episode, it's like, yeah, but at the end, I kind of got everything I needed from a first episode. I got introductions. I got a fun photo shoot. I got great runways. I got a lip mm. sync. It was indulgent. It was sweet. <laughs> yeah, right. It was rich. It was rich Dutch women. Um <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I mean. I feel like this episode was. I mean, it had its own. Yeah, it had its own flair, but it followed like the quintessential first episode model. And I. And looking at it from that point of view, it's like, yeah, this is really all I need. Like, you're hitting all the high points for me. Like, we got some social justice corner. We got you know some good talking heads. We got good personalities. We like. I, you know, we got that moment when, oh, well, we, we're going to have me mispronouncing all the queen's names. But when um, Sedergine had to drop her little her little butt pillow out of her dress to do the to the, the water photo shoot, like mm. those are the moments I look for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, I feel like this season, I think we're going to get a lot of Amster dad jokes on this podcast, which. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy about. Um, yeah. Uh, there's some really cute boys on this season. Um, I just want to start out by saying that this podcast is now officially uh, Patty Pan Pam and Sedergine Stan podcast. Okay, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and I'll tell you, I like, yeah, Sedergine. I'm, I am feeling many, many feeling like, oh, oh, I, I know. like right away. I was like, oh, there's a lot of things about you. Oh. There's a lot of things about you. Um, Mary, what, it's it's I I got it. I just like on the offset. Let's just talk quickly before we do our yeah. intro. But like Sedergine, I've had when I was when I was first coming out. I'll never forget my erotic dreams. Uh, there was one type of man that I would have erotic dreams about that I was very confused on, and the body type and look of Sedergine is very similar. To the man in those dreams. Now, do you do you is that a specific person or is he like an amalgamation? Of, amalgamation. Yeah, I. You know, it's so funny you're saying this because I was coming to this episode kind of tail tucked between legs about the same thing of like there's something about these features that I just like. I, I just go noodle need over. I'm just like, oh, yes. Like, it's yeah. it's a little bit of that kissing Jessica Stein sexy ugly thing as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, t- completely. Because I can't quite put my finger on it. He's 26, which is, you know, out of my age bracket. Uh, yeah, uh, but target, doesn't target look sexiness, it. Target sexiness does not look it. He also reads sometimes as a little bit of a Chad Michaels, which I'm not attracted to. Mm, Do you but, get that? Like uh, the way he sits on the table, you know, and slaps his legs. You know, I... <laughs> you know, I, this, I... It's camp counselor energy, isn't and, it? And, and that's, you know, I'll like, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll drop my swim trunks for that any day, girl. Uh, I You'll yeah. meet him in the mess hall for that. Uh, oh, completely. <laughs> oh, completely. I'll just drop my tray and spend 20 minutes trying to pick it up. Yeah, I... Uh, I yeah, there's something about, like, Sinergine's drag, obviously. Like, I love an mm-hmm. old lady, you know, drag, or, like, trying to skew older. Um, you know, it was, it was giving me, like, that same energy I was getting from, like, Jimbo, where it was like, oh, I love... I love that there's, like... There, I can see there's there's wheels turning in there, you know. Like I can mm-hmm. see that you're a clever you're a clever rabbit, um, mm. but yeah. Then underneath, there's just that like, it yeah. It's it's like a sexy Robin Williams. 
totally. And and Robin Williams, like, there are movies that Robin Williams was sexy in. Right? Oh, like, he was such a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, um, the eyes and mm-hmm, the hairy chest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, uh, that that certainly helps. And granted, I know we're kind of you know talking objectively about Cedergine. There's many, many sexy queens on this season, uh, but there's something about Cedergine that I just wanted to say on the offset, like, yep, this is definitely like a podcast where we're going to be praising that queen a lot. Yeah. Uh, I can envision. I can just imagine. Yeah, I, and I, I feel like it's, it's, and I can't think of many other queens where I have had strong feelings in drag and out of drag. Like, I well, feel like... Jimbo. Jimbo, right? Well, I think this... Like, I, I never really wanted to, like, fuck Jimbo. But sure. I, okay. You know? Well, you know, I kind of... I think the only example I can think of, particularly for you, is, like, Nina West. Oh, that was, like, immediate. Yeah. 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 Where it was, like, you know, in and out, in and out of drag and otherwise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Down, in and out. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All over my face. All of... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All over my tits, yeah. <laughs> Cedergine all over my tits. <laughs> all over my tits. All over my tits. <laughs> oh, it's just good to bring that back. I know. Oh, God, Dracula. Oh, I wish Dracula was here for this fall month, but... I know. I think right. I think it's coming. I feel like I've seen... I saw a tweet from the Boulay mm-hmm. brothers. I feel like they're working yes. on something, so... Yes, yes. Um, well, I think without further ado, we should jump into this premiere episode from Drag Race Netherlands, uh, you know, not to be confused with Drag Race Holland, because Holland is only a small portion of the Netherlands. Uh, and oh. it's just interesting that they called this Drag Race Holland, you know, is you know, it and because I, Netherlands doesn't work? Well, you know, and I'll admit, like, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't check the globe on this one before, before we recorded, I was not really doing the, the legwork on the difference between the Netherlands and Holland. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's like calling Canada, Ontario, you know? Um, oh, huh. It's not a, it's not big, but anyway, uh, let's, let's jump in. But before we do tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and those bitches brought it. And I'm Dutch seamstress Holland Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you got to get that inseam right, Mary. Yeah. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. Yeah, Um, get in it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you got to get in there. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm Colin. And this week, we are, of course, kicking off our our recap of Drag Race Holland, uh, which is, uh, as we said, kind of in the the act one... um, you know, it, it's familiar paces, but I had a good time the whole time, you know? Yeah, I had a great time. Um, I love that there's only 10 queens. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, and, you know, I'm going to be challenged. I know uh, I'm going to challenge my own statement right now for the rest of the season, but because this happens every season. But there were maybe only three or four standouts for me. And the rest, at least when they walked in the workroom, and the rest I was like, oh, which one was that? Oh, which one was that? Mm-hmm. Um, because the drag kind of glossed over very similar um, and not uh, not too standout-y. Um, I guess the one that stood out the most, I think visually, was Madame Madness. Yeah, so the Drag Race franchise's first bearded queen, Madame Madness. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, she's 30 jar. <laughs> she's uh, she's twenty three jar. Oh, she's twenty three jar. She's yeah. not thirty jar. No, oh, okay. I'm twenty three jar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So she's twenty three jar. Um, yeah. Sh- she is gorgeous out of drag. Those yeah. eyes, little cub. I, I, yeah. yeah. I can't date anybody with blue eyes because they will ruin me. Yeah. Well, it's true. <laughs> it's true. America, it's true. Um, America, America, it's true. It's true. <laughs> it's uh, true. <laughs> uh, that's not Dutch. Those queens are speaking. No. It's true. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, so, Madam Madness, uh, first of all, I love the name. Also no, goes by uh, Rowan, right? Uh, sure. I don't have their uh, uh, out-of-drag names Oh, you know, in I front think of me. Madam Madness said, like, also known as Rowan. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Sometimes... I feel like sometimes they do that. Like I remember in season two of Drag Race, Raven says, "I'm David, but in tits and tights, I'm Raven." Mm, I love that. <laughs> in tits uh, and tights. <laughs> well, and also like you know, it's almost like Raja Gemini, but it's yeah. just Raja, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Rowan was. Uh, it's just like because there's Madam Madness, and then there's Madam Rowan Madness. You know, um, yeah. who knows? But I don't uh, know. anyway, I, I I think it's very interesting to start talking about Madam Madness as somebody that stuck out. Uh, because first of all, could paint for the gods. Like this was an amazing look coming out, uh, an amazing transformation. And I love that we get the commentary from the other queens because it's so common. Because yeah, say what you want, like, oh, it ruins the illusion or I like female illusion. But the the other thing that comes off is that it comes off as lazy to have a, a beard, to keep your beard. Mm. And I... I, I get I get what they're saying, like, oh, you don't have to shave, but like shaving takes five minutes, maybe, you know, right. ten. Right. Ten if you're like really, you know, doing it right. Um to paint and to glitterify and to quaff like a beard, to make it work with a look, like there's so many other things that go into bearded queens besides not shaving that I don't think that I think is unfair for people to call it lazy. So I love that Madam is going to be on this season to kind of really show, hopefully, what artistry bearded queens can bring to to this art form. Yeah, I never really understood the whole, like, oh, bearded queens are lazy, because I feel like for all those reasons, it's not like it's not like they're not doing anything with their beards. Like, I feel like that's what's so cool is she's incorporating it into her look. Mm. And, you know, even like the runway, like, to be honest, this to me was kind of like the Monique Hart car dress of this episode. I was like, wait, she's only right. safe? Like, this is fantastic. Right. Oh. I, 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 yes, yes, I get it. I, especially when she's put in the same category as Envy Peru. Oh, my God. And uh, oh, Abby, oh, my God. Uh, those oh, yeah. Two looks. I'm like, and then Madam Madness. Uh, yeah. I, I, it was it was odd to put her there. I It does make sense because of who was in the top um, and then who was in the bottom. But yeah, I it, it was it was it seemed better than safe. But somebody had to fall in there, I guess. I, there, I yeah. could see that I, I did want Madam's dress to be bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like go even further with it. Uh, so I don't know. Sure. Yeah. So there, it's, it's a, it's a high safe, but, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I know, and there's that, there is that thing like, and it happens many seasons. I feel like we could probably say the same thing about some of the drag race Thailand girls where in the beginning, there's usually three or four that kind of blend in together for me and take a while for me to kind of like, oh, I see you or I see how you're different, you know? Mm, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. And Madam Madness already sticks out, which I think is a really strong thing when you're in the top 10, right? And, yeah. And I think you're right. The Queen of Hearts look was great and really well put together in so many ways. Um, yeah. You know, if... if uh, there's any Marys out there listening that like are looking for another bearded queen to kind of, you know, get because obviously there's the drag race bearded challenge, right? But uh, otherwise, oh, yeah. you might you mm-hmm. might not be familiar with other bearded queens. There's a very famous queen in New York named Keisha Carr uh, that's spelled with a K. It's K I Z H A K A R R. And Keisha Carr, Keisha Carr is hilarious, first of all, but second of all, they what they do with their beard is totally a part of their look. And I think uh, the the idea that bearded queens are lazy is completely disregarding. Well, no, I'm making it a part of the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, and then there's like Lucy Stuhl in Chicago. Like, Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, right. 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 I think it's great. I think it's cool. It's different. You know, it's a nuance. So I'm here for it. Um, yeah. And even the fact that her platform is going to be about, playing with gender and challenging that as a bearded queen. I just, 
it also makes me gravitate towards Madam Madness, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want her to be in the top three. Yeah, yeah, right. There, are, there's those queens that show up at the beginning of the season. You're like, oh, like I think this is a narrative that I want to see go for a while. Sure. Um, you know, like this is a story that I want to see play out for a while. Like I think, you know, it it almost feels if you could produce this ahead of time as a narrative, it would be crazy to not have Envy Peru and Abio OMG lip sync against each other at some point, you know, know. it's like Alyssa and Coco. Why would you not? You know, (laughs) you know, it's so funny. Uh, Well, I just have to say at the outset that that is like a fantastic drag name. Abby. Oh my God. Abby. Oh my God. Yeah. Abby. Oh my God. Yeah. I love it. And so for that reason, I want Abby. Oh my God to go, Far because mm-hmm. I just want to keep saying Abby. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, and you know it might just it's be so some, gay. <laughs> it's so gay, and it's something maybe down the line it just becomes like whenever you want to say Oh my God, it's just like, and then Abby. Oh my God, guess who <laughs> exactly. showed up? Yeah, yes, it's so smart because mm-hmm. it's it's adding her name to a gay lexicon, right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! Abby. Oh my God! I Abby, oh just God. I just had sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you know, I mean, she's and I think in general, I mean, some of them had like, you know, comments, but obviously like, you know, the beard being lazy and whatnot. But in general, all of the queens, including, you know, Abby, oh, my God, and and Envy Prue had like likable personalities. No one was coming across as like the bitch, like no one was walking in. I'm I'm here to be the villain, you know, and I kind Mm -hmm. of like that, too. I mean, clearly there's fighting next week, but there's always fighting. Um, I, of course, you have to have it. Yeah, um, but it's it's. I always appreciate when the queens are excited to see the other queens walk in, and there's kind of that validation and that like excitement that the other one is with them. Like I think, yeah, that's, it's a nice feeling. Yeah, and with Envy Peru, I will say when she came in last, I, it was certainly a choice, but it was edited really well. There, there was a change of tone to the competition. Yeah, well, that, that you know, I feel like that happens a lot. It's like then the last one in is kind of like, oh, this is. I I think you know, obviously, we just did All Stars two for Total Request Pod with with Amanda and Jody, and I feel like Tatiana was the last one in in that room, and it was just like, oh, this. Or no, maybe it was Alaska, but whoever it was, that kind of shifted the energy in some way. It was like, oh, the inclusion, now this means something, you know, that, sure, that, that, sure. that this person's here. Yeah, yeah, because she is so well-known and she is yeah. so good and she knows Abby, oh my God. You know, like there well, is they that. live together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other queen that uh, stuck out to me, though, in this first crop was Patty Pam Pam. Obviously, Marys that have been listening for a while understand that you, you give us a queen named Patty Pam Pam and that does what Patty Pam Pam does. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna queen out about it. Like because Patty, <laughs> you said his name. Like yeah, Patty. Patty. <laughs> Patty is is was one of our. When favorite. do I leave? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Patty Pam Pam is 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 two Pam Pams away from under the Tuscan sun. You know. Yes. Yes. Patty Pam Pam is already like in the brick oven to turn into a pizza queen. You know, like yes. Oh, we're gonna boy. see how it turns out. <laughs> Very excited. Now, I feel like in case anyone is just jumping on board with All Right, Mary for Drag Race Holland, let me put the definition out now because it's often asked, what is a pizza queen? Because uh, this will come up often this season. A pizza queen is a queen who we love, regardless of how she does in a challenge or on the runway, because much like pizza, even when it's not good, it's still pizza. And we love pizza. Yes. And we love Patty Pam Pam stick out ears. <laughs> yeah. Patty Pam Pam uh, pizza. Yeah. Pizza uh, Pam Pam. Yeah. Pizza Pam Pam. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a Pam Pam pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you want deep dish or Pam Pam? <laughs> uh, no, ma'am, Pam. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I loved her. I love this look with the. Uh, you know, as she as if she's like a pin cushion type of thing. Yeah, that was great. I I thought that was really clever. Um, super cool, super cool, and it stuck out to me. Right. Other, mm-hmm. Otherwise, the queens, you know, obviously we, uh, you know, I'll talk about room in a, in a second, but mm. otherwise, you know, you have uh, Janie and Chelsea and Abby and Megan. I guess Megan came in as a nun, and that was kind of different. But mm-hmm. otherwise, and you know, and even Cedar Jean, they come in, and you're like, okay, I'll I'll get to know you in a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I I definitely felt that way about like uh, Janie. Uh, that was one who I was like, what What's the story right, with you? Right. But then she won right. the challenge. So I was like, okay. Oh, it was so out of nowhere. I yeah. 
thoughts on that for sure. Um, and the other thing I noticed in this episode, which I think, I don't know if they're going to change it, but their ages are, they stay underneath their name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's I, so weird. Yeah, that was, yeah, it didn't have their, their like, jars. It didn't right? have their hometowns, but it definitely had, everyone had a jar. Yeah. Yes. One queen, <laughs> one jar, you know? Yes. A Dutch, a Dutch oven jar. Yeah. yeah. Um, well. <laughs> oh no, not Sorry. that. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. Um, let's talk about room service. So room service, uh, room. you know, I think room just goes by room now. Oh, room, exactly. Um, so room, Sister Mary, room. We can call Sister her Mary, room. Yes, Sister Mary, room. Uh, friend of the pod. Uh, we we knew of her. We love her. Uh, and when I found out that she was going to be on, I was like, oh. Abby, oh my God, this Abby, is going to oh be God. great. Room is um, and what's interesting is that right from the get start, she is labeled the social media queen. Mm-hmm. And there's there's this stigma attached to it. I can only name one social media queen that went far, Pearl. Um, and there's even mm. kind of a stigma with Pearl anyway on that season. So I I was already like, yikes, they're giving her this edit. And, you know, as the episode went on and, you know, you saw the social justice corner she had and I'm like, oh, and then the answer she gave on the runway about, you know, like, what's your platform about? I was like, oh, and, you know, it just kind of kept going. And I was like, I think she's going to be in the bottom. Um, Yeah, I had I had already seen on Twitter that she went home first before I saw the episode. So I was able to kind of watch it from that lens of like, okay, how is. How is room oh. being edited as the first out? And it, it, I could see all of that. I mean, I think, I think, and we've seen this with Drag Race Thailand when you know an early out queen is is very young or maybe doesn't have a lot of like, you know, in person on stage performance experience versus being online or you know being a performer in a different way. It it's like a it's a very gentle kind of like exit from the show. It's like, hey, you're great. But like maybe you're season three, you know, like Room is someone who I honestly I was like, I, I would love to see a Shangela situation where Room comes back for season two uh, because I feel like Room has personality. I think she's good on camera. I think she gave good talking heads. Uh, yeah, just, I think she gets it. Right. Yeah, I think, I think she, she gets, gets how to be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. And it just felt like the kind of queen where it was like it would make perfect sense to me to bring this queen back. I was getting that she got stuck in a storyline that they needed to produce. And granted, you know, conspiracy theory, I understand. I don't know. Um, But I found the send-off for Room to be really kind of shady in the sense that, you know, Fred was like, you're so young, just watch the other girls. I'm like, ouch. Mm. Like, fuck you, dude. Especially when I found out, because Room also posted on social media, that this was not her original look, uh, the evil queen. Um, this was a look she kind of threw together um, because the ori- the first look she wanted to do was Medusa. And she had this great Medusa look that she posted the look on um, Instagram. Um, and it's super fierce. It's very kind of like snake-like. And they said like, oh, this isn't really a queen. And, you know, Room mentioned in her post, she was like, yeah, well, I uh, it's, it's weird because the brief said like, a queen for you who's your queen Mm -hmm. and if my queen is medusa why are you telling me i can't do medusa uh i also found that odd with the judges because you had that one judge um queen beatrix granted like i'm sure people love queen beatrix so uh just know that i'm only talking about uh saint wallace de vries right now as what i saw on drag race but she came off kind of i didn't like her critiques at all uh, about the brief, right? She's like, mm-hmm. I don't see how this is a queen, or I don't get the queen. I don't get it. I don't get oh. it. Like, like uh, I was like, yeah. shut up. You're an idiot. Shut yeah. up. When like, it came what, like, to <laughs> when it came to Chelsea Boy doing the I Alien know. Queen, I was like, what do you mean you don't get it? <laughs> what is there not to get? Like, what do you mean you don't get it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, you know, that, like, I was like, this is great. This is such yeah. a great idea. I was so yeah. happy yeah. to see the inclusion of that. I was like, what a yeah. brilliant idea to do the alien queen. Like, right. 
right. She's, she's such a bitch, like the alien queen, you know? Like, it's yeah. such a great yes. queen character. And the other queen that she didn't get was um, Diana Ross doing, like, the Dorothy thing. Mm. And granted, like, maybe it's cultural or whatever, but, like, she's like, where's the queen theme? I'm like, shut up. She's like, what is this basket? I'm like, what are you talking like, yeah. Okay, like just stop talking. Just <laughs> right, like I yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody get someone get this woman a Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> it was I, I, I definitely uh, I could see there being like a room. Like I, I think it's interesting that they were they were saying no to Medusa, but there wasn't clearly the same issue for diana ross i don't think i I would say oh i could see someone could say oh she's my my disco diva queen whatever but you're kind of stretching the definition as much as you could say room was if she was going to do medusa like yeah you know it's like and and not for nothing the 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 queen beatrix also was like i don't see the queen theme when room came out i'm like if you don't see the the Evil Queen from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs from this. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you're gonna need thicker glasses because, like, <laughs> this is like very obvious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a fast cooker, guess. Um, yeah, I, I that boggled me. You know, granted the critique of her shoes, I think we could talk about later, but there there seemed to be no room for room on the season uh mm-hmm. after the first episode because they fulfilled the brief of well we told the young story and the social media curse and i mm-hmm. i was kind of like all right i mean i there there's another person i would have put in the bottom before room especially since they made room change her look mm-hmm. and that you know i mean uh I think there's probably lots of stories of that queens who couldn't do certain looks or like certain characters for snatch game or whatever. I mean, again, to go back to all stars too, like the fact that Katya got princess die for the, you know, the divas of history. And it's like, okay, but like, there's really nowhere to go with this in the same way that there is for, you know, Annie Oakley for God's sake. Mm. Um, And so like, it's there, there are times where it's like, "Mm." The, the not every lane of the race is is equal, you know. Sure, uh, sure. Some of them so, are right next to. Some of them are in the middle of the pool. Some of them are right next to the side. You know, you never mm-hmm. know. It might might affect things. Yeah, uh, yeah. Swim lanes. Um, <laughs> so who would you who would you have preferred to see in the bottom then? Oh, I think it should have been uh, Megan and Mama Queen. Yeah, okay. I mean, I love that there's a queen named Megan. Megan. I know. Oh my god, Megan. Megan. Uh. I just love <laughs> Megan as a as a it's like it's such a it's such a not a drag name, but a drag name. <laughs> Megan. Megan. <laughs> well, there's this like uh. little gif that I found on Reddit and it's this dog that's like watching its owner hold this like handful of cheese and it's got this like eager look on its face and someone like includes a little text of like what the dog would say and it just says drop it Megan and then she drops the cheese and the dog just chomps the hell out of the cheese drop it Megan drop it Megan (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I think of when I think of the name Megan (laughs) Um, yeah I would have would have seen mama down there with Megan um, you know, I, even in the bottom, 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 um, mm-hmm. instead of just just safe. Sure. Uh, bottom the three. other one. Right. It, uh, I would have put Envy Peru in there okay. um, as well. I was n- totally, totally underwhelmed by that look. And I know that Envy is beautiful, but I think what hurt her is that she came into the workroom and everyone was like, oh, this is the queen. Yes. Much yeah. like a Kelly Mantle. And then she comes down the runway. I'm like, what? You know? Yeah, I you know totally. I, I had the same feeling. Like of it was like, a ba- it was a bodysuit. Yeah, it's like tell me what you're doing out here in a bathing suit, no corset, and a sash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a cape. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I would say that like I I felt like Chelsea Boy looked great. I thought that Madame Madness looked great. I thought that uh, Patty Pam Pam. What was she? What was her look? Remind me. Of Patty oh, Pam. Pa- oh, Patty Pam, <laughs> Patty Pam Pam. Um, Patty Pam it was Pam. another, bo- and it was another bodysuit, but it was Freddie Mercury. So at least there was oh, creativity there. Yeah, I mean, I love the idea on paper, but yeah. like, I, I will say, even though she is nominated, she is a potential pizza queen, Patty Pam Pam pizza queen. <laughs> I was like, mm, I needed a little bit more 
to bring me to that Freddie. Look, what I would have loved is like a dragged up version of that classic Freddie Mercury with the tank top and the leather pants. And the, like, I needed a little more Mercury. This was giving me a little bit too much Uranus, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, a little too much Venus and Yeah, if I can you see will. your Venus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, Well, Mary, before we end up on Saturn, uh, we need to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion. Hey, Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute. I could honestly talk about therapy all day. Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist. Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week. Especially now when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch. And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions. Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now, they've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. So we, you know, yeah, the safe queens we had uh, were Envy, Abby, Madness, and and Patty Pam Pam. I, I, the only one that I could see not being safe would be e- Envy from that list. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we kind of talk a little bit about those runway looks, I did want to just just have some discussion about you know the overall format uh, of the show. Um, and, you know, RuPaul's kind of role in all of this, mm-hmm. Fred and this mini challenge. Um, one little nuance that I just want to start with uh, that I wonder if it there, these little details of Drag Race Holland are going to continue. But there's something that I found so confusing but charmingly confusing about them all getting those um, fluffy notebooks oh and pens. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I'm loving when when these franchises just go a little bit, you know, they get a little bit weird. And it's like, oh, they have fluffy diaries that we're now going to watch them write in to figure out why they should why they should win. And what were they writing about? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how much is there to say? You just got there. Like, well, they just got there. I think they had to, like, work out what they were going to have to do the next day. I'm like. Pull out your wig, brush your hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I I, would rather see them putting their looks together than, like, brainstorming what their, like, you know, pageant line's going to be on the runway. But, yeah. but, like, pulling back from that, I think that's what I enjoy about, like, some of the choices that the franchises make, the international franchises make, that are, like, just kind of like, oh, that's a weird choice. You know, mm. like, it, on Drag Race Thailand, it was, like, the promotion of those 18 vitamins, you know? <laughs> Like, it was just such a weird yes. choice of like 18. Yes. It's, you know, <laughs> tastes like raspberries. It's just like, okay, I guess this is normal. And I yeah, love it's that. Like, it's like know? them promoting acai flavored uh, vodka, right? It's like, right. It's just, it's that's like, very American. That's very know? American, totally. Like, I, I just think that there are those little things that, that maybe, maybe I like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, as a Dutch viewer, was that like, did that tonally feel weird or was it just like, oh, no, that's cute. Yeah, they write in, they write in diaries. Like, is this cultural? Is it just like a weird production choice? Yeah. It was, well, you know, just, the Dutch, it, they love a fluffy diary, you know? I totally noticed it. That's why I was like, 
why am I so distracted by this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why does this stand out? Whereas other beats, like when they're in the mirror and, and talking about coming out and all of that. Mm. So it was like, oh, yeah, I know yeah. these beats. Right. Yeah. Right. But this one, it was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> record scratch. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is just the the whole idea of the prizes. They're going to be on the cover of Cosmopolitan. Um, the, the, the left turn was... <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> was when Fred brought the pit crew out to introduce that couture dress that they would win. I know, that, like, Miss Cracker dress. That they <laughs> I was like, she's worn that, like, three times on American Drag Race. And it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the best dress. Right? No, it was, it was, like, it was fine. I was, and, and it was, like, when they said it was worth 18,000 euros, I was like, <laughs> why didn't you just give them the money? Give me I just that fucking money. Give me, fucking give me you money. fucking euros. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me you fucking euros. I, uh, I, I, you hope it fits. I also was confused. Like, are they going to win this specific dress? If this is couture, like, uh, hopefully there's not a plus size queen that this well, yeah. just wouldn't work for, right? Like, I, I was very confused by this prize very strange prize i mean it's like one thing to win like a rue peter badge in a wow presents plus web show on mm. drag race uk but this was like sure. you're gonna be on the cover of cosmo and you get this pink dress <laughs> it's was... not even pink it was like this oh god mauve. <laughs> like yes it was mauve mauve, uh, mauve. never wear no, never wear mauve at a ball or pink <laughs> <laughs> or open your mouth. Um, sorry, another Ever After? reference. Oh. It's well, well, close because Ever After is the name of the Act One finale in Into the Woods. Well, see, that's what but, I, that's what I meant. I mean, duh. Oh, oh no, of course you no, it's that. not. No, oh, Abby, oh my God, you know exactly. Just what I'm breathe. About. <laughs> oh, the movie. Oh God. Uh, how could anybody ever love a pebble in their shoe? Uh, um, Where would yes. I live? Um. <laughs> After all that I've done. Um, I, uh... <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> we're, we're spazzing out right now, yeah, Mary. We just had an ever after spaz out. <laughs> that was just like, whoa. That was Abby. Oh, my God. That was Abby. Whoa. Oh, my God. Like, we just had to, like, <laughs> shake the water out of the line for a second there, you know? Um. So, uh, okay. So those were just, like, two little details that I noticed. Um. I want to talk about Fred and then mm -hmm. maybe mention how Fred was in this water tank challenge. Because um, the water tank challenge, I think, was also, as the mini challenge, it's, it's worth noting how that was edited. But Fred, uh, how, how did Fred come off for you, Mary? I thought Fred was fine. I feel like Fred gave me a little bit of the same vibes that I would get from, like, Graham Norton on Drag Race UK. Oh, okay. You know? Cool. There was kind of like, oh, I, like a, a totally lovely quality. I... Fred in drag, I cannot figure out who he looks like, but he, there's someone he is giving me that I Courtney just, Act. Well, certainly that. I certainly am getting the Courtney Act. Absolutely. But there's there's something else. There's another... It's like Courtney Act and like Beverly D'Angelo. Like there's just oh. there's some other quality that I haven't landed okay. And I don't dislike it. I mean, God, anytime drag gives me a Beverly D'Angelo quality, I'm like throwing my you know throwing my my dutch dollars at it my euros um <laughs> it's like the alliteration of dutch dollars i know they're dutch euros. dollars yeah let's dutch call dollars. dutch dollars yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> debbie does dutch dollars debbie does dutch uh, dollars <laughs> debbie does double dutch dollars on thursdays please, <laughs> please welcome to the stage dutch dollars dutch um, dollars <laughs> touch your toes for dutch dollars <laughs> Uh, as she does windmill kicks. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Mary, I, first of all, I, I can see I your love... two lips. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't, yeah. a little more water in the hose. I had to shake it out. You know, like you're winding up the garden hose and like the water kind of spurts out at the end. That's what those are. When oh, I think God. of the pun second, 10 seconds later. Yeah. It just reminds me of of a porno I watched last night. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> um, <It's> everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Oh my god, it's everywhere. One of those dancing um, daisies. One of those sprinklers <laughs> that just waves all over the backyard. The dog goes crazy. Yeah, just thinking about wet tulips. Um, yeah. so, <laughs> um, Mary. So Fred, first of all, hey Fred, is 
that's the first thing I thought of. Bitch pudding on Dragula season two. But um, I I appreciated Fred, but and maybe it will change. But there seemed to be, it seemed like Fred was making room for the season and the girls, and was not taking on this madam. I have the authority. I'm the queen. I am the ruler here. It seemed much more passive mm-hmm. that Fred was like, all right, we're on RuPaul's show in Holland, as opposed yeah. to I am here and I am going to judge, right? It there almost seems- feels like, I was going to say, it almost feels like when they're about to announce who the winner or the, the bottom two is, that they would cut to a shot, like a, a pre-filmed RuPaul saying like, yes. Broom, I'm sorry, but uh, we're... Um, we're all we have no vacancies at, right on right, this competition right. yeah right or it's uh what is it um uh do not disturb uh there's yeah. a do not disturb sign do not disturb sign on the door we yeah. are all good with our towels yeah. um checkout is now <laughs> um. uh there's no more chocolates to place on the pillows yeah. um, Would you like a wake up call <laughs> You're killing me. You're winning. You're winning and you're killing me. I can't. Wake up call. That's it. That is- yeah. Give her a wake up call. Yeah. Uh, there's no one at the front desk. Um, yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> um, so uh, pack your bags. Pack your bags. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Um, so I, but I feel like he he made room. Uh, no pun intended. Yeah. He made room for RuPaul's show uh, in Holland in a way, um, or at least for Holland to take center stage, as opposed to Fred being like, "This is my sh- my iteration of this show now," mm-hmm. which I got from um, you know, even though it was just a thruple, I did get from Brooklyn Heights and Jeffrey Bory Chapman and Stacy. Right? They were. Like, no, we're, it's our opinions, and mm-hmm. this is about us also. Whereas I, Fred, I don't know much about. Maybe other people do because of, you know, I'm, I don't live in the Netherlands. But, uh, you know, it, it didn't seem like he was hogging the spotlight here. Yeah, I would agree. I think it, it feels very much like RuPaul's Drag Race Holland versus Drag mm-hmm. Race Holland. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. Especially because there were so many clips of RuPaul that came yeah. in on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder how that will evolve, you know, like I think that's something I'm looking forward to is similar to with Drag Race Canada, like by the end of the season, like what Im- what impression do I get of this iteration? It doesn't necessarily have to be a reflection of the country, but it's kind of like Drag Race Thailand has a very specific flavor because of this, this and this, you know, that being Pangina and Art and, and Luked and like just, you know, and, and the 18 ads, like there's just things that are like, oh, that's, you know, uh, that's that's so drag race thailand you know like those are things Mm. that they did and like canada's drag race i feel like you know i feel like i just learned a lot about canada you know and sure um and and but canada's drag race was harder because for that exact reason of like it it was doing a bit of an impression of rupaul's drag race but then also kind of still trying to be its own voice so it was kind of hard to get a sense of like who Canada's Drag Race is. So I guess the point of all this is that I wonder with Drag Race Holland being so like, well, what do you think, RuPaul? Um, I'm curious to see how its own personality kind of like shines through this season, you know? Sure. Uh, Or what's going to be Dutch about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and besides just the judges, because that's also something I got. The judges and the language uh, also took center stage because not to mention, you know, we're reading this with subtitles. um, And Mm -hmm. I know that we're missing a lot based based on what we learned about the subtitles for Drag Race Thailand from WoW Presents Plus. I would love to know if there's subtitles written by a Dutch person that, you know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, sure, for like the, for tell the us the nuance and the mm-hmm. puns. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. We need like a Dutch coup de la corn. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, because, yeah, I'm sure there were many other jokes during that water tank challenge. Um, but it seemed like the only joke was, look at them struggling. Look at yeah. this POV shot from Jaws. Like I mm-hmm. it just got really old and they like nobody was telling them how to do it. So I was like, what's <laughs> this? Well, is and, not- like, <laughs> and the first few, like it was one after the other of them just not being able to like get underwater because their looks. And I was like, 
oh man, I kept thinking of like the filming of this and like the the kind of production, you know, behind the scenes watching this going, fuck, this is not going well. You know, <laughs> like I just, we need well, to. All like, they needed to tell them was breathe out. Don't hold your breath. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause yeah. then you'll sink. And nobody was telling them that I'm like, Oh God, I guess they do want them to struggle. And we see these funny shots of their panties and you know, their eyelashes right. coming off and all that. And it, you know, and then finally we got Abby. Oh my God. And I was like, Oh my God, Abby. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank oh my God. Uh, but yeah, so I and I wonder if it was even funnier because of the jokes that Fred was saying, because he was also speaking to them while they were underwater. So it clearly was for us and mm-hmm. not for them. And so I was kind of like, what am I missing here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and that's certainly I mean, we've we've heard from some uh, some Dutch Marie's, as I, I for some reason feel like calling them, uh, with some references and some and Sister Mary Kitty with lots of Dutch snacks for us to try throughout the season, which I'm really excited about. If I'm gonna be mm, honest. And yes, I know. And Sister Mary Boyd uh, also uh, told us about the that this is not the first drag show in Holland. There's one uh, from the mid '90s called like. De transvestism or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it, but obviously, you know, the '90s. That word very problematic. Um, uh, but yes, uh, there w- there was, and it went for two seasons. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Well, I mean, and I guess there's a part of me that's like, I mean, you know, uh, the Netherlands is is I think in general considered a pretty progressive country. Uh, so I guess there's a part of me that's like not surprised. I'm like, oh yeah, I I I feel like this is. You know, it's kind of like Thailand as well. It's like there's a strong drag culture in Thailand that there is something someone might think, oh, Drag Race Holland seems like a random choice to be the next international franchise. But then in other ways, it's like, well, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, it's a super liberal country. And like, uh, of course, they, of course, they'd be next on the list. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. And I wonder even how liberal it is just hearing the story from Room, uh, you know, about Room's parents and, and not wanting the town to treat her differently or to start talking about her. Yeah. Well, and I think, and it, she's from like, I think a smaller town. I mean, I sure. guess I'm probably, I'm probably generalizing thinking of Amsterdam yeah. or Rotterdam. Right. Yeah. Right. Like the U S right. Oh, the U S mm-hmm. is so, uh, you know, it's so open. Well, not in Mississippi, you know? Right. Um, right. <laughs> um, I, you know, in terms of other kind of things to talk about, uh, I would have given this to Cedergine or Chelsea boy. Same, the win. same. I think I would have maybe gone. I think they both were so cool because Cedergine was so cool with that reveal. That was like giving me like Drag Race Thailand territory kind yes. of kind of look. Yes. How did she fit that in her luggage? I mean, seriously, like that was um, that was really cool. And Chelsea Boy, the idea was so great. Oh God, um, it was it was styled so well. There yeah. were so many details to this look, and when they started coming for her, I just immediately went, "Get away from her, you!" Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, she comes out on the runway, and I'm like, okay, find Jones, get Jones yeah, in the get case. The cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, in all seriousness, this look, this was the best look on the runway. Obviously, I think I appreciated the 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 drag factor of Cedergine, which is why I could see giving it to Cedergine, and I also have a crush on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chelsea Boy, this uh, it's it's my type of drag because not only does it fuck with the brief, but it also gives us drag with the heels mm-hmm. and the latex. Mm-hmm. Like it was everything that I needed, and, and the, the paint. Yeah. It's a reference. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a reference. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Um, yeah. I mean, it, certainly Chelsea Boy is someone who I'm. Uh, because of that choice and be, like if that's any representation of, of how she's approaching drag i'm i'm now very excited to see what what she's going to bring next week mm, totally and the one who won i mean i am, am i am i reaching for the stars here janie i, I was like okay so it was uh, the wig was flat like i just didn't love this look it was it was safe to me. Yeah, it was like I didn't think it was bad. I thought it like it was a strong look, but I guess I was surprised considering Chelsea Boy and Cedergine. I was like, oh, hmm, those two were so. But then it was like I guess we were all supposed to be considering the. I guess they were counting the the 
mini challenge oh, as well, which Cedric Jean did not do well in. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I think what that told me, I mean, you never really, I mean, we could, we could do one of those deep dives and look at who, the queen who won the first challenge of every season and how much she was then like competition for the rest of the season, you know? Sure. Um, sure. But I, it does, when a queen wins the first challenge immediately, there is that sense of like, Oh, okay. Oh, keep an eye on you. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting. Like, okay, what are they trying to tell us mm-hmm. by making her win this? Because I'm like, uh, she kind of disappeared for the episode for the most part for me. Yeah. Well, it, like in how like they, we saw a lot of room, which happens a lot when a queen goes home that episode is you do get like they get her story in, you know. And so yeah. but equally when a queen wins, it's the same. You kind of you're given more reason to be excited to see her win because you've gotten to know and like her in like act two of the episode. Mm, right. Right. Uh, and I didn't get that. Um, yeah, yeah. I was. It was odd. very surprising. Yeah. So. Uh, the the queen that was in the bottom uh, that I would have put in uh, lip syncing at least was Mama Queen. Um, I the only thing I liked about that look really was the crown and the concept. I guess the crown, uh, and then it fell. <laughs> and then it fell off. Yeah. Uh, whoops, Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia. There um, it goes I, again. <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, I, I, I appreciated the connection with her open, her, you know, workroom look. She was pregnant and then she has the baby. Like yes, that, she had a, that through line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, um, I guess the other queen I would have put in the bottom is, like I said before, Miss Abby. Oh my God. Because, to me, this was a sh- carnival, right? But I, yeah. uh, it also r- uh, reminded me of like a pride look or something that you would see like at the, the birdcage or on, you know, sh- a showgirl from Lacage. Like I, I got the female illusion and I just didn't get the total drag. And I just went to the RuPaul plays of like, what else you got, huh? I yeah. was like, come on, this is a little too basic for me. It was a bathing suit uh, that was, you know, dragged out and feathers and all that stuff. But I I would have put this in the bottom because it just didn't seem as big as some mm-hmm. of the other looks. Well, that could have been another narrative of this episode is that could have been Envy and Abby, oh my mm-hmm. God, in the bottom. That could have been this sure. week. But, you know, I, I, you know, I do think, uh, I do think that'll happen at some point. Okay. Yeah. No, it sounds like they're setting that up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we got the express yourself lip sync between Room and Megan. And, um, I, you know, after Megan on the runway, I was like, how are you going to send Megan home? Well, yeah. I mean, that was interesting. You know, Megan, you know, sort of coming out in a way from like a, an ability standpoint uh, that she's uh, partially deaf. And I thought, oh, well, that's uh, that. Uh, that's kind of new. I, I feel like there's there is something with like new seasons and new franchises where it's like what kind of representation is on the show. That's always interesting. Mm, Beard right. queen or queen, you know, differently abled and things like that. I think it's, uh, I think it's it's very much on brand for RuPaul's Drag Race to have those opportunities or Drag Race in general to have those opportunities to kind of give a platform to a different voice. And so I thought it was sure. cool that Drag Race Holland was kind of following in check with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I will say, though, her look was a mess, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. You know, click your heels twice, three times, and go home, right? Like, yeah. they could have Ease on back up made. the runway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, when I think of home, um, yeah. Uh, go home and be a lion. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, I, have very, I, have one, I have one whiz reference, and I've made it. <laughs> It's a brand new day in the workroom. Um, uh, can't you feel it? Um, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll stop with all those. Yep, but um, um, dear Megan, you can't win. Sorry. I'm going to stop. Uh, yeah, I'm in the poppy fields right now. He's waiting for you, girl. Come on, Dorothy. <laughs> That's my Michael Jackson. Um, uh, <laughs> Beautiful. All right. <laughs> um, I am uh, all out But uh, yeah so you know Room Goes Home This was it was a pretty good episode uh, I it made me excited For like I said three or four queens um, I was a little Disheartened by some of the editing It seemed like I wanted to look At the looks longer And I mm-hmm. wasn't able to get it mm-hmm. Yeah I mean I will say this I, I think that the looks in Like in general 
entrance looks and runway. It was like there was a lot of really strong aesthetics and lots of details. And um, I feel like if this is kind of a cross section representing drag in Holland, then it was like, huh, okay, this is cool. Like there's a lot to look at. Mm. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think that also makes me excited about the rest of the season that like much like drag race Thailand, there's kind of an expectation of like, Oh, we're going to see some like elevated drag, which is, which is great. I hope so. I hope so. On uh, you know a few of the the queens, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you made a top three uh, prediction now, uh, and who would your BSA be? What would it be? Oh, oh gosh. Okay. Well, I think that I would say my. I'm gonna say that Setergine is is in my like top three right now. And I'm also going to give her BSA because there's just an energy there that it's almost like I'm giving her a preemptive BSA for the rest of the season. Cause mm. I just have a feeling that like this queen is going to be an interesting energy in the room. Um, and so I would feel like if I had to do a top three right now, I would just like, and we always say this we, when we do these in the early episodes, we're going to we be wrong. We're going to be wrong. <laughs> we're going to be wrong. And that's fine. But like right off the bat, I'm going to say, well, I, I guess I could give BSA to Patty Pam Pam too. But, um, Setergine, Megan Madness and Chelsea boy. Madam Madness. What did I say? Megan Madness? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Madness. It's Megan Madness. Madness. I guess that's like the St. Patrick's Day parade is Megan Madness. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think my top three is going to be my top three is Setergine, uh, Madam Madness and ooh, Abby. Oh, my God, because I think they have so much fun saying her name. OK, um, even though I want it to be more of a Chelsea boy uh, or even a Patty Pam Pam. These aren't who I want. Uh, it's who I think are going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And my BSA is going to be Room because there were so many times when Room had tears in her eyes mm. uh, multiple times and yet, you know, kept it together. Uh, was very strong. I loved her reaction when she went backstage. She's like, you know what? I get it. I get yeah, it. Like, I, I get like their that. critiques. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the moment when she goes flat, lays down flat. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, backstage. I thought that was really funny. It reminded and me she, of Nina Bonita Brown. Yes. She does that at one point. Yes. And, and I, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, and I totally can relate, right? You're tired. You're in those heels. And the yeah. other reason I'd give her the best sporting is she defended those club kid boots to the end. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, work. Yeah. yeah there, I mean, I do like when a queen's like, yeah, well, I like them, you know. Yeah, uh, I was I, like, I, okay, girl, all right. I could certainly see that. I think that Room was was really good at being on TV. And again, I wouldn't be shocked or disappointed in the least to see her brought back for a future season. I think it, sure. I think it, the, the star quality is there. Yeah, yeah. And she got stuck in this storyline, right? Yeah. Um, and that that's kind of what I see, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, any other thoughts, Mary, on this uh awesome episode no this was uh i mean th- th- 2020 has been just a year full of, this is our what our fourth drag race season oh, recovering God, this yeah. year right yes um but yes. you know i mean with queens like Sergine and ms ms double pams and i'm <laughs> i'm excited i'm here for it i'm here to see those pam pams <laughs> uh what is what is that uh see me with them pams <laughs> see, me th- see me with them pams yeah um, well, anyway, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Drag Race Holland, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary on Twitter. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary or www.allrightmary.com. If you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can hear me on my other podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance and best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. Uh, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can find more of both of us, including and especially bonus episodes every single week at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, we have... We, we got a lovely email from Sister Mary Diana this week, uh, and there is a lovely um, congratulations that we want to make to 
to Danny and Daniel, uh, who just got engaged. Um, yeah. You know, much love from from us at All Right Mary and Diana. And you know, there's something about the name Daniel. When when I think of the name Daniel, I just hear Sally Field saying, "Of course, it. of course, <laughs> I know." Yeah, it's so you know the next time that Danny, the next time Daniel makes a joke, you can say, "Daniel, please don't joke." Yeah. <laughs> and then Daniel, you can just say back, "You ate my begonias." <laughs> or or you know if Daniel is. Uh, running across bridges back and forth and drag and then mm-hmm. finally his wig comes off you can go Daniel yeah Daniel oh my god <laughs> the whole time <laughs> yes uh so that's what i think about with the name Daniel and then obviously Danny um there there's so many references for Danny but th- there's something about finding your partner and having the name be Danny and Daniel and then you're the double D's you know I just love this (laughs) yeah I'm you know double double Dutch Thursdays at uh, (laughs) Debbie does double Dutch Thursdays (laughs) or you know uh, daddy Dan Dan (laughs) yeah is that is that a type of noodle (laughs) oh I was gonna say Patty Pam Pam but daddy Dan 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 Dan. (laughs) yeah well if you ever have Dan 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 Daddy Dan Dan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, yeah. So, um, (laughs) Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Never saw it. (laughs) You never saw Daddy Daycare? No. Oh, that's a good one, Mary. It's a good one. I I think I've seen the porno version of it, which is also (laughs) called Daddy Daycare, actually. (laughs) Well, hopefully, Danny and Daniel, you'll make your own porno and name it Daddy Dan Dan. Um, Yeah. Uh, but best wishes, Dan, Daniel. <laughs> Remember that meme, Dan, Daniel, Dan, Daniel, or Dan. Amster Dan, um, Amster Daniels, <laughs> Amster Dan, Daniel. <laughs> uh, well, uh, much love from us at All Right Mary and from Sister Mary Diana uh, to to you. The other announcement I wanted to make before we wrap up here is uh, a very good friend of mine, Peter McDowell is having a fundraiser, a virtual fundraiser with uh, his his executive producer, Dan Savage, another, another Dan. notable Dan. See um, me with them Dan. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it's a Amsterdam this week. Um, yeah. I, the Amsterdam is broken and the Dans are loose. <laughs> anyway. Put your finger in that dike. Um, yeah. So... Uh, and I mean the dyke. Speaking I mean, of you know, Holland Taylor. That's yes, right. Exactly. Well, no, Mary. We, You know, I'm talking about a dyke. I'm just... Uh, anyway. Um, so Peter McDowell is having a fundraiser uh, for his film. Um, that his documentary that he is creating called Jimmy in Saigon. It's about his brother and um, Peter piecing together the last few years of his brother's life. Um, His brother was much older than him and he uh, fought in Vietnam and then after the war moved back to Vietnam. And uh, Peter doesn't know kind of anything about his life in those last few years. Even the even the the circumstances of his death were still kind of confusing and unknown. And so the film uh, tracks Peter's uh, journey um, to Vietnam and to uh, uh, uncovering um, his brother's history, Jimmy's uh, history. Um, And it's, uh, I've seen clips of it. I've been backing this film for a while um, and he's having a virtual fundraiser on Sunday uh, you know, anywhere you want at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time um, with Dan Savage is going to be there. And Peter, obviously, uh, there's some prizes. There's some, uh, you know, raffle and uh, silent auction things that you can look at. But anyway, if you want more information on that, go to at Jimmy and Saigon on Instagram and you'll find all the information that you need to know. And that's Sunday, the 27th of September, just for... Oh, thank you. Yes. Because I don't know what you're listening. Right. It's this Sunday. But, you know, uh, if you miss the fundraiser, you can still reach out to Peter on Instagram. Let him know, you know, All Right Mary or Johnny sent you. Um, Large Marge sent you. I feel like that's like a good. I would always tell people that's what I would be honored if someone said, "Oh yeah, Large Marge sent me," and they met me. I'd be honored. <laughs> and speaking of fundraisers, I'm going to be speaking about this for the next few weeks. But uh, the Portland Gay Men's Chorus is having their first virtual fundraiser on October 30th. 
It's called I Put a Spell on You, uh, featuring some members of the chorus. Uh, you'll see me on there and some notable drag queens or drag performers. Uh, Portland drag queen Bolivia Carmichaels, who's hilarious. Uh, we have an NYC drag king, Vigor Mortis, who's going to be doing oh, some Fester Adams. Yes, Vigor oh, Mortis. Uh, and then, um, obviously, friend of the pod, Alexis Michelle, will also be gracing us with uh, a contribution to the fundraiser. So uh, that should be fun, and it won't be long. You can come, you can support, you can donate right there. Um, you can say, all right, Mary, in the chat if you want. Um, but that is on October 30th at 8 o'clock p.m., Pacific Standard mm. Pacific Standard Time. So, if you have Friday night plans, which you probably don't, but if you do, it can be a little bit later. Uh, Spooky. You know. <laughs> so anyway, that's all I got to say. Uh, Mary, do you want to talk about our last chance lip sync? Of course. Well, we uh, trying to stay in theme, much like we did with Canada's Drag Race. Uh, we are highlighting some Dutch music. Uh, as part of our last chance lip syncs this season, uh, we're gonna try. We're gonna we're try. gonna try. And honestly, Marys, we would welcome recommendations and requests because otherwise, sure. Eurovision gonna... stuff. Like, yep. tell us because because as you'll see from this week, you're you're really gonna regret it otherwise. Because this week, we are of course going with the classic Venga Boys, boom 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 pam pam. Patty pam pam goes boom 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 on Double Dutch Thursdays. Uh, so that is this week's last chance lip sync. And consider this a warning. If you don't send in recommendations, we're just going to do more Venga Boys. Venga Boys. <laughs> however you want to pronounce it. We'll figure yes. it out by the end. Yes. And this sort of works this week because it's boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, room. Much love. Room. Please also, please send love to these queens on Drag Race Holland and particularly room service. Sorry, not room service. Room. It's room. Um, room. Uh, because, you know, it's hard to go home first, especially when you're super fucking mad talented. Uh, and, you know, I'm finally getting the idea of like, oh, man, even fucking talented queens can go home first. Right. So, you know. Give her some love. Uh, not that, you know, she's getting hate, but give her some love because she is phenomenal and a fabulous queen to follow on social media. Yeah. And uh, with that, tot scenes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>